Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. broadcast. Did you hear me? I'm glad about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you right now, the joy of the Lord's in this studio. And, and, <laughs> and it's got inside of me, now it's got an onside of me. Praise God. We're going to have a good time today, as you can tell. Father, we thank you for your word today, and we give you praise and we honor you in all that we do, in all that we say. To you and to your majestic name be all the glory. In that name we pray and believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Get your Bible and join me in the fourth chapter of the book of Romans. Praise God. Romans chapter 4. And we'll begin reading very, very, very well-known faith scripture. And we're going to read the 16th through the 21st verse. Therefore, it is of faith, so that it might be by grace... To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now pay careful attention to this 17th verse. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth or raises the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Listen to this. He staggered not at the promise of God. The promise of God. These are not, these are not just, these are not, well, well, you know, I promise you now. No, 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 no. This is blood. This is blood talk. This is a blood covenant. Now, I'm going to tell you something, sweetheart. Listen to me carefully now. This book is a copy of two blood-sworn covenants. I'm talking about blood-sworn oath. One, in the blood of animals. The other, in the pure blood of God. Isn't that wonderful? Glory to God. Amen. Covenant of blood. So when God says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Now that's our part. And all these things will be added unto you. That's His part. Amen. And when you realize... I have a blood agreement with Jesus. 
And, and he can't lie. Glory to God. These, these are bloods. Read it in the, the sixth, seventh, and eighth uh, chapters of the book of Hebrews. It's all in there. Glory to God. Anyway, oh, hallelujah. Let's get back over here where we were. Amen. In Romans chapter four. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <clears throat> Being not weak in faith, he staggered not at the covenant promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. How did he do that? He being fully persuaded that what he had promised, let me, let me, let me read it like this so it has impact on it. What he had covenanted to do, he was able also to perform it. Hallelujah. Oh, that's exciting stuff. Amen. I want to center up on, as it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calls things that be not as though they were. Now, I want to comment on something right here. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him. Now, in my cross-reference Bible, I have a little number one there, and it says, or like unto him, or like God. There has been all kinds of religious teaching, in, and that's one of the main problems we've been, we've been religiously brainwashed instead of Bible-taught. Amen. That, oh, we wouldn't want to do that. I had one fellow said, oh, I'm telling you, that preacher's ruined. And someone said, well, what do you mean he's ruined? Well, he got to running around with Copeland and they're just going all over the place trying to act like little Jesuses. Well, see, religion has really, well, yeah, that's exactly what we, I'm just guilty as I can be. And, but, but religion is told, oh, you wouldn't want to do that. Oh, I'd never say that. Oh, I'd never try to. Oh, no, no, see, no, that's fear. It's all fear. Religion is fear-based and fear-dependent. Now, so we, it, it, we can accurately then say, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations like God, and before God. In other words, he did it in God's presence. That's good, isn't it? Whom he believed, he believed God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. All right. That is what faith does. Faith calls things that be not as though they were. That has to come first. You can't wait and see it and then call things the way they are. No, you have to call things that are not as though they were before they are. <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know. I know I've been there. Amen. 
I, uh, I remember Charles Capps a number of years ago. My goodness. <laughs> I, just, I said that. I, I really miss him. He's gone on to heaven, but glory to God. He said, uh, you know, brother, I just call it like it is. He said, you do, yeah. Yeah, I just call it like it is. And uh, this calling thing, it be not as old they were. He said, uh, I mean, I think you'd be lying about it. Oh, really? He said, yeah. I call things the way they are and the way they are. He said, well, here, kitty, 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 kitty. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. And somebody said, what are you doing? I'm calling my cat. He said, what's the matter with you? I want my cat. He said, your cat's laying right there in front of you. What are you calling the cat for? Because I want my cat. <laughs> no, it's when the cat's not there that you want to call the cat. Not when he's here. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Only Charles Capps would come up with something like that. But you can see we've been naturally taught that way. And we need to realize and understand that that's not the way faith functions. It's not the way faith operates. That's like going up to a stove and saying, stove, give me some heat and I'll put in some wood. No, you can't do that. You have to put in the wood in order to get the heat. So let's, let, let's look at this. Like God. So let's go over it. Let's watch God do this. Let's go with the very first book of the Bible in the book of Genesis chapter 1 where he did it. And this is God's way of doing things. God's way is always by faith. It is always in love. Amen. Faith worketh by love, and it's always by grace. Ha. Ah, so now, no love, no faith. No faith, no grace. We just got through reading it. It is by faith, so that it might be by grace, not the other way around. It is by faith, so that it might be by grace. Amen. Now, Genesis chapter 1, let's see what God did here. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, we know he did it by faith because the first chapter of the, I mean, the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews says so. Just the verse, the, the first six verses tells us that God did it by faith. We understand that God framed the world out of, by faith, God framed the world out of something that does not appear. That's where the King James uh, it, it, Bible is translated. It's out, not out of nothing. I've heard people say, God created it all out of nothing. No, he didn't. He created it out of something you can't see with your eyes. He created it with the force of faith. Praise God. Now, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. 
and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now here it is, dark, without form and void. The Spirit of God was moving. Well, now, wait a minute. The, with the Holy Ghost moving, how come something wasn't happening? Because he is, he is, he's always moving, by the way. As he's moving on the face of the deep, faith must be released. Now, if God had called things that be not the way they are, it'd still be dark. If he just stood up and said, man, it's dark. <laughs> hey, come on. I sure would like for it to be light. Oh, I'd like for it to be light. Oh, maybe one of these days, I know one of these days it'll be light because the Spirit of God, my Spirit is moving on the face of the deep. And I know one of these days in His own good time and plan, there will be light. I know there will be light. No, there never would have been light even today because the, the laws of faith function Faith functions by law. Romans 3.27 says so. So the spiritual laws of God, one of which is the creative power of faith, which functioned by the laws of the Spirit, it had to be put in place first, and then you could see it. You don't wait till you can see it and then put the laws of faith in it. You can't do it like that. You, it, it doesn't work. Now, God said, let there be light. The Hebrew text says, God said, light be. Light was. Now look, wait a minute, wait a minute. And God saw the light. <laughs> oh, don't you love it? Glory to God. You see, you see that he called things as be not as though they were and the Holy Spirit did the work and you could see material things. Amen. That's the way it works. Now let's go over to the 14th chapter of John's gospel. And let's see what Jesus said here. Verse 10, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he does the works. Can you, it's a, you can see it's, it's the same process. The Spirit of God is the one that does the works. The words have to be the words of God. And when the word of God going in, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, faith cometh. You believe it in your heart. You say it with your mouth. And then the Spirit of God does the works. All right, let's go to the Gospel of Luke, 13th chapter.
And let's look at the 11th verse. And behold, there was, now watch this now, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. She was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. Now, I saw a woman like this in, in um, uh, Spanish Town, Jamaica, back in the, the uh, well, it was about, it was 1969. And um, I was, I preached there that all that morning, <laughs> glory to God. I mean, they, I, I really wasn't scheduled to preach there that day. And, uh, and I, the the pa- I knew the pastor, he, 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 was, he was an acquaintance. Well, he's more than an acquaintance. He's a good friend. And um, uh, in, in fact, I can tell you when this was. This was celebration. This was Independence Day celebration number one. So it was one year. Um, the, uh, the Independence of of Jamaica, praise God. We, they were having, oh man, we having all day preaching and, and, and dinner on the ground. Glory, it wasn't on the ground, but it's in the back room. Glory to God, hallelujah. A lot of fun all that day. And so I just went to church that morning. It's 10 o'clock that morning. And he said, he, he said Kenneth, you, you, you're going to preach. I said, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be glad to do that. And, and so I walked up to <laughs> I walked up to the podium. I turned around and I said, uh, uh, now this, this is 10 o'clock in the, no. Yeah, that's right. 10 o'clock in the morning. I turned around. I, I said, Brother Keith, um, how long you want me to take? Well, he said, give them off from two to three for lunch if you want to. I said, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so I did. I gave them all from two to three for lunch and went on till five o'clock that afternoon. Glory to God. This woman, they brought in there in a sheet. She, she, she was just in this ball like, like this. I'm quite sure that she could no wise lift herself up. So th- this, it, this, what I'm, I'm seeing here in this scripture, she was rolled up in this ball and, and I, I mean, she, she couldn't do anything. And they had her in this, in this sheet and, and uh, people on both ends of it set her down in the, in the aisle between the two rows of seats there. And she was there the whole service. Well, it was about somewhere in, that, in the afternoon there, uh, the power of God just hit us. I mean, it just fell on the place. The first thing that happened, uh, <laughs> I mean, while I was preaching, somebody just threw a crutch right straight up. And oh, and I knew the glory was on, brother. And so, and she just jumped up off the, off the floor and started dancing. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I want you to notice and watch Jesus. There was a, a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her. Now listen, woman, thou art loosed 
from thine infirmity. No, she wasn't. She's still bowed over. Thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. He didn't lay his hands on her until after he called things that be not as though they were. Now, may I remind you that the, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you are not my own. It's the Father that dwells within me. He does the works. Same process today. He only said what he heard his father say. Check it out. I mean, check it out in the, in the, the fifth chapter of the book of John. I mean, go, just check it out. He said, I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see my father do. He heard his father say, woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. He saw himself then lay hands on her. And immediately, immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Amen. Can you see it? He called things that be not as though they were. But nothing happened until he laid his hands on her. <laughs> Glory to God. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.